Shalom to all. Today's office Kedushin Daf Lamed Hey, and we're starting about the fifth line with the words of the Rabbi Yechon Breika. And today's Daf is sponsored Lila Nishmas, Mars Merim Sarah Basar Yaakov Moshe, Hernish Shama should have an Aliyah, and Lila Nishmas, Mars Rivka Basar Meir Zev, Hernish Shama should have an Aliyah. Now we're in the middle of a series of questions. First, we had determined that women are potter from Mitzvah Seisha's Man Grama based off of the Binyan Av from Tvilin and Talmud Taira. And even though there are two Mitzvah Seisha's Man Grama that women are Chayven, namely Hakal and Matzah, we can't learn from there to all other Mitzvah Seisha's Man Grama because those are Shnei and we know that when there's snakes we cannot learn from there to other places. The Gemara then asks, but what about the Manda Amar that we could learn from snakes Maybe we should learn that women are chayv in Mitzvah Seisha's Man Grama. And without answering that, the Gemara continued by delving into the source that women are chayv in Mitzvah Seisha Loi Hazman Grama. And this was learned from the Mitzvah of Moira, of fear of a parent, just like women are chayv in that, they're chayv in other Mitzvah Seisha Loi Hazman Grama. The Gemara then suggested that we should learn from Talmud Torah that they're potter. And the answer was that Talmud Torah and Peruvu are snakes and we can't learn from there. The Gemara then brought Shitas Rabbi Yechonon Breika, who argues that women are chayvim puravu, and explained based off his shita that he holds Talmud Torah and Pinyan Ben are snakes women ke'echad, and therefore we can't learn from there. The Gemara continues in Shitas Rabbi Yechonon Breika. Rabbi Yechonon Breika Nami. What about Rabbi Yechonon Breika also? Mihavu perev revu myra snakes women ke'echad. The mitzvah puravu and myra fear of a parent should be considered like snakes women ke'echad. Ve'ain malamdin, and we should not be allowed to learn from there. And therefore we should say that women are not chayv in mitzvah say shaloi hazman grama. So Gemara says no. Tzrichi. We actually would need those two psukim because Rechman and if the Torah only wrote the woman is chayv in Myra of her parents, and didn't write that she's chayv in Puravu, Havamin, I would think, the Torah says by Puravu, and you shall conquer it. The full quote of the Pasuk is, Puravu, be fruitful and multiply, fill the world, and conquer it. And what we learn from there is, in a man, it's the way for him to conquer the world. So he's chayv in Puravu. But Isha, the ain't Darkalikavish, a woman, it's not the norm for her to conquer the world. Loy, you might think that she's not chayv in Puravu. So that's why we need a Pasuk telling us that she's chayv in Puravu. And because our if we only had the Pasuk telling us that a woman's chayv in Puravu, the Lycos of Myra, and didn't have a Pasuk saying that she's chayv in Myra of her parents, Havamina would think, Ish to Sikubi Adelasois in, that a man is able to honor and fear his parents, so he's chayv in that. But Isha, the Ain't Sikubi Adelasois, a woman is not able to do so because if she's married, she has a responsibility to her husband and not to her parents. Loy, you might think that she's not chayv in Myra, and if Kivin Daim Sikubi Adelasois, Loy to Chayv Klal, you might think that since she's unable to do it, she's unable to carry out fear and honor of her parents, again because she's married, so one might think that maybe she's not chayv at all, Sricha, that's why the Pasuk is necessary for that as well. So now that we went through Shittas Rabbi Yechon we once again asked the same question that we asked on the previous Talmud. This is all good according to the Manda Amar that we can't learn from two Sivam But what about according to the Manda Amar that we could learn from Shnei Sivam Ka'echad? So why don't we learn from these Psukim the other way around? So Amarava answers, Papunai, Yadilal, the time of the Hamilsa, Papunai, the Cham of Papuna, they know the answer to this. Umanu, and who is this? Rabbi Achabar Yaakov. What's the proper limud? Amar Kar, the Pasuk says, and it shall be for you as a sign on your hand, as remembrance between your eyes, and that's referring to tefillin, so that the Torah of Hashem will be in your mouth. What do we learn from here? We see we have a hekish between all the Torah and tefillin. And it's not a binyan av that we were learning before. This is a hekish, which is much stronger than a binyan av. And what do we learn from here? Just like tefillin is a mitzvah and women are potter in that, so to all mitzvah women are potter in them as well. And with the Mitzvah Seisha's Man Grama Nashim Peturais, and from the fact that we say that women are Pater and Mitzvah Seisha's Man Grama, Mechlal, that implies the Mitzvah Seisha Loya's Man Grama, if it's not Man Grama, Nashim Chayavais, women are Chayavin. Now we ask, Honey Chamanda Amr Tfilin Mitzvah Seisha's Man Grama, this is all good according to Manda Amr, that Tfilin is Mitzvah Seisha's Man Grama. 
As we had said yesterday, that one's not have to wear tefillin during the day or on Shabbos and Yontif. But El Ma'ad Amr tefillin mitzvah Shaloyazman Gromo Michael Meimer. What about the Ma'ad Amr that holds that tefillin is not a mitzvah Shaloyazman Gromo? That one is actually chayven tefillin at night and on Shabbos and Yontif. So what are we able to say? Our answer is not a problem. Ma'ad Shabbos Le'Da Amr tefillin mitzvah Shaloyazman Gromo. Who's the Ma'ad Amr that holds tefillin is a mitzvah Shaloyazman Gromo? Rav Meir. That's Rav Meir. The Savar Lo Shnei Zvimbam Ke'Echad. But he holds these pesukim quoted before are Shnei Zvimbam Ke'Echad. V'Chol Shnei Zvimbam Ke'Echad Ein Malamdin. And he's of the opinion that Shnei Zvimbam Ke'Echad Ein Malamdin. So therefore, we don't have a problem. He's asking the Rabbi Yehuda to Amar Shnei Zvimbam Ke'Echad Malamdin Uitzilam Asay Shalayas Man Grama Michael Meimar. According to Rabbi Yehuda, that disagrees with both of these things. Namely, he holds Shnei Zvimbam Ke'Echad we could learn from, and that Tefillin is a mitzvah Asay Shalayas Man Grama. So what are we able to say? The answer is Mishum Dahavai Mata Simcha Vehakel Shloish Shnei Zvimbam Ke'Echad. That's because the chiv for women to eat matzah on the first night of Pesach and the chiv of Simcha and Yontef and the chiv of Hakel every seven years. That's three Pesukim Bam Ke'Echad Ushloish Shnei Zvimbam Ke'Echad Eim Malamdin and three Pesukim Bam Ke'Echad we cannot learn from, and therefore. Or even according to Yehuda, we are not able to learn from these psukim that women are chayv in mitzvahs seishas ma'grama just because they're chayv in these mitzvahs. These are unique mitzvahs. These are shleshik suvam baim ke'echad and ein malamdin. Now we're going to the next part of the Mishnah. We had said v'chametzus loisase v'chulu. The women are chayv in all mitzvahs loisase. Asking Rabbi Menachem how do we know this? So Rabbi Yehuda Marav the chayin taught in the Bishmal and also is taught in by Smishim Rabbi Shmuel. Amar Kol the pasuk says isha isha kiyas mikol chatei sa'adam a man or woman that does any chatei sa'adam and this pasuk deals with someone who stole money and swore falsely about it. They have to bring carbon and we see hishvakas. That the Pasuk compares a woman to a man in regards to all punishments in the Torah because it says, Mikol Adam. We have another limit to be Rabbi Lezer Tano. It was taught by Sanchez Rabbi Lezer. Amr Kar the Pasuk says, Asher Tosm Lefnehem. These are the dinim that you shall place in front of them. And this is talking about monetary dinim. Hishvakas of Ishal Ish. The Pasuk compares man to woman because over here it doesn't specifically say man or woman. It just says Lefnehem in front of them. Mashma referring to everyone, both men and women. And so there's this comparison of dinim in regards to all dinim in the Torah. And the third limit to be Chizkiyatano was taught by Sanchez of Chizkiyah. Amr Kar the Pasuk says, Behemus Isha Isha, and it killed a man or a woman. And this is talking about a person's ox who killed a man or a woman. The Pasuk says the ox gets killed, Vegamba all of you must, and the owner shall also die, which Chazal says is referring to Kaifer, a payment the owner needs to make that's a redemption for his soul. And once again, we see from here, Hishva Kasav Isha Ish. The Pasuk equates man and woman, Luchal Misha and in regards to all killings of the Torah, namely if an ox killed somebody, it doesn't make a difference if it's a man or a woman, the ox would be killed and the owner would have to pay Kaifer. And we clarify, Utsricha, we need all three of these Psukim, Yeshmin and Hachkamaisa, if we only had the first Pasuk that was talking about someone making a false shvu on having to bring a carbon, I might say Mishum Kapara Chasar Allah. That's because of Kapara, we're trying to bring an atonement for this woman who did something wrong, so the Torah had Rachmanus on her and said that she would have to bring this carbon because it's good for her to bring it. Avaldinin, but when we're talking about regular monetary things, Ema, I might say, Ish, the Masu Maton, in, that only man who does business, he's a person of Mas and Maton, he's involved in the regular world, so he's subject to all monetary dinim. But Isha Loi, a woman, she's not really involved in business, so maybe she's not subject to monetary dinim, so that's why we have to have that Pasuk as well. And Yashmin and Ha, if we only had the second Pasuk talking about monetary dinim, I might say the reason why I would apply to a woman is Mishun Techiyusahi. That's because it's her normal life. What does it mean, normal life? If a woman's not chayv in monetary dinim, that means other people could steal from her, she could steal from other people, and no one's going to want to be around women because they don't have anything to do with monetary dinim. So that's how the Pasuk applies monetary dinim to them as well. Avol Kaifer, but in regards to the third Pasuk, I'm talking about a payment of Kaifer that the owner of the ox has to make if his ox kills a woman. Ema, I might say, a man, he's a bar mitzvah, he's chayv in all mitzvahs, so Kaifer payment applies to him when he's killed by the ox, but Isha Loi, a woman is not chayv in all mitzvahs, so maybe the owner of the ox does not have to pay Kaifer when she's killed. That's why we have to have Pasuk by Kaifer also. And if we only had this last Pasuk, I might say, Mishum ibn Allah. Since we're talking about a loss of life, the Torah had Rahmanus on her. Namely, if we're going to say the owner of the ox does not have to pay Kaifer when she gets killed by the ox, so the value of a woman's life is going to be treated perhaps a little bit cheaper than a man's because it's not so chamer if she's killed by an ox. And that's why the Pasuk would say that the owner would have to pay Kaifer in this case as well. But in regards to the first two scenarios, these first 
two psukim that don't have to do with killing, I might say that a woman's not included. Sricha, that's what we have to have all these three psukim. Now, continue to explain the Mishnah. We had said, that even though a woman is chayv and all mitzvahs loisa say, there's three that she's not, which is baltakav and baltashchas. Baltakav is the isra of cutting one's payas. Baltashchas is the isra of cutting one's beard. And the third one was baltatam lemesim, that kaihanim have an isra, they're not allowed to become tamim mace. Female kaihanim are allowed to become tamim mace. So, we're analyze this. Bishlim and baltam lemesim, we understand this woman does not have a problem and she's allowed to become tamim mace. Dechsevkat says in the Pasuk, Emeril Akhanim bene Aaron, tell the kaihanim the sons of Aaron. And what do we learn from here? Bene Aaron, Veloy Benais Aaron. Then this isra applies only to bene Aaron and not bene Aaron. How do we know the Isra of cutting one's payas and beard does not apply to a woman? And that's because the Chesim says in the Pasuk, Don't round out the corners of your head, that's talking about cutting payas, and don't destroy the corner of your beard. And what do we learn from here? Anyone that has an Isra of destroying the beard has an Isra of cutting the payas. These women, since they don't have an Isra of cutting the beard, so they don't have an issue of cutting the corners of the head, namely the payas. How do we know that women don't have an Isra of cutting their beards. Maybe they do. So you want to suggest, either you could say that it's a svara, it's logical, because women don't have beards unless they're in one of those early 1900 circuses that traveled around with bearded women. Alternatively, it's a pasuk. Because the pasuk says, don't round out the corners of your heads. The word roshchem is plural, heads. And don't destroy the corner of your beard. Beard over here is singular. I mean, since we see that the Torah changed its wording from plural to singular, the came because if so, it shouldn't have done so. The Torah should have just written the corner of your beards, plural. Why does it say the corner of your beard in the singular lashon? What does that tell us? That you only have an isra of destroying your beard, but not the beard of your wife. We could also learn from a pasuk. The Gemara is hold on one second. There's no isra for a woman to cut her beard, but Tanya we have a brayso. isha, the beard of a woman. And this who grew hair on his chin. This dress over here is referring to a man who never matured physically, and him growing a beard is abnormal. This is considered like a beard for everything. My love, hashchasa, doesn't this mean even for destroying? Namely, if a woman has a beard, she's not allowed to destroy it. So Rabbi Abai says no. You can't say this Bryce is talking about a woman not being allowed to destroy her beard if she has one. Why is that? Because we have a different limud, from the sons of Aaron. Regarding regular Yisraelim, it says, and regarding Kaihanim, it says, that Kaihanim are not allowed to shave their beards. And the current understanding over here is that since the Psukim in regards to Kaihanim open up by talking about B'nai Aroin, excluding B'nais Aroin, so we learn from there that not only female Kaihanim don't have this issue of cutting their beards, but even all females, because it says by regular Israelim, meaning all women, Kaihanim and not Kaihanim, don't have this issue of cutting their beards. So his breast is definitely not telling us that a woman has an issue of cutting her beard. As we conclude, Ma'alan Nashim Paturas, Afkan Nashim Paturas, just like over there, women Kaihanim are Pater, meaning they don't have an issue of cutting their beards, so to over here, regular women don't have an issue of cutting their beards. And we're going to explain soon what exactly this Brisa is talking about. That's what we're holding on a second of Israel, Lon, of Bnei Aaron Akule and Yonixiv, if we're really holding, then when it says in the Pasuk, Emeril Akhan Bnei Aaron, say to the Kahan with sons of Aaron, and everything mentioned, all the Psukim afterwards, are only talking about male Kahanim and not female Kahanim, so Nishta Krami Nevitiz of Kavachimer. Why is the entire just quiet in regards to this Hekish? I will just learn from Kavachimer, meaning we don't need to have Hekish for this. I know, I mean, I'll say as follows. Just like we see by 
by Kaihanim, that there's a lot of extra mitzvahs Kaihanim have that the rest of Yidin don't have, and still we see that even in those mitzvahs, they're only applied to B'nai Aaron and not B'nai Aaron, meaning to the males and not the females. While Yisrael, like Kol Shekain, wouldn't we say that that for sure applies to Yisraelim, and therefore a female Kaihanim do not have an issue of cutting their beards, so for sure a female Yisrael doesn't have this issue. What do we need Xer Shava for? We just have a Kol Shekain. So Gemara says, no, Elav Xer Shava, if we didn't have Xer Shava, Havamina would think, Hifsaka Inyan, that the Inyan is stopped. What does it mean the Inyan is stopped? So at the end of the Psukim dealing with Kaihanim, the Pusuk talks about the Chiv to bury relatives, and this applies to females as well. So I would say that that's an end to the Inyan of Kaihanim, and therefore we can't learn anything from Kaihanim to the rest of Yedin, and that's why I do need Xer Shava, and I can't just use a Kalvah Chaymer. Ask Gemara, hold on one second. Hashanami Nema Hifsaka Inyan. Why didn't I say that yes, Hifsaka Inyan, and the Psukim of Kaihanim are only dealing with Kaihanim, and we can't learn from there to other places? Avim Shim Xer Shava, if you want to say, but what do you mean we have Xer Shava? So I'll tell you that Xer Shava is for something else. Me Chetanya, and here for the following Braisa. It says in the Pasuk in regards to Kaihanim, that they're not allowed to shave their beards. And Yachal, you might think from here, Gilchum Misparaim Yehechayev, that if they shave their beards with the scissors, meaning not that they cut their beards with the scissors, but they shaved it. Like one uses a razor or a shaver and they cut the beard down to the skin, that they'd be chayev for doing that. Tamalim, the Pasuk says, they're not allowed to destroy. And it's not considered destroying the beard if they cut it with the scissor, because the scissor doesn't really cut the beard all the way down to the skin, and only a razor does that. And we continue, you might think that if they cut their beard with a malakat or hitni, which are two different types of planes, which is a sort of sharp metal implement, they'd be chai for doing that, because that does destroy the beard down to the core. Tamalim, so the Pasuk says, they shouldn't shave. And this is not a normal way of shaving a beard. One doesn't use a malakat or a hitni. A malakat is a tool used to make the sheath of a sword, and a hitni is a tool used in shield production. These are not normal shaving implements. So how is it that we have giluach, shaving, that's also considered hashchasa, destroying? That's referring to a razor. So just going back to our question, this is what the Xer Shava could be used for, and not necessarily to teach us that regular women who are not kohanim don't have an issue of cutting their beards. So Gemara says, no. If so, if that's all the Pasuk was teaching us, so it should just say, that of your beard. My Why does it say the corner of your beard? We learn both things from here. So I think Gemara goes back to this original Brisa that started this whole discussion. That which it says in the Brisa is the Kano Isha. If a woman has a beard, and a stris that grew hair on his face, that's considered like a beard in regards to everything. In regards to what halacha are we saying this? It's definitely not in regards to hashchasa, in regards to destroying the beard, because we just said that a woman is allowed to destroy her beard. So Amrazotri, he answers, it's referring to the Tom of Negayim, meaning Tsaras. Namely, we know that if a person has Tsaras on their skin, it has a different set of halachas than if they have Tsaras on their hair. And so we're saying that if a woman has a beard and she has Tsaras on that beard, it's just with Dine Tsaras of hair and not of skin, because this is considered hair. As the Gemara, Tomas Negayim, and includes a woman in regards to Thomas Nagayim Beferish in the Pasuk. But the Pasuk tells us Isha Kia by Nega a man or a woman who has a Nega on the head or on the beard. So we see that a woman who has a beard is included in Thomas Nagayim. So Gemara says, You're right. El Mazutra Mazutra says, With the Haras Nagayim. In regards to becoming Tahar from Nagayim, we know that when a person has a Nega Tsaras, as part of the Tahar process, they have to shave all of their hair. And the same would go for a woman that if she has a beard, that beard would have to be shaved. The Gemara asked, Haras Nagayim Nayim Pshita. That's also obvious. Kim in the Bas Tomahi, since she could become Tommy with Saras, Bastaharahi. So she would also become Tahar with the same process. What's the Chidesh? So Gemara says, Itzrech, you're right, we need it for the original Limud, that she's even included in Tomas Nagaim once she has a beard. Sakatat Chamino, you might think, let's him, that the Pasuk is just talking let's him. What does that mean? Ksiv, it says in the Pasuk, Isha Isha Kia by Nega Barosh, a man or woman that has a Nega on the head, and then we would think that we'd make a comma over there and then continue reading the Pasuk, Ibizakon, when it says, or on the beard, Hadrasan Laish. That's going back to talk about a man. If a man has a Nega on his beard, so he'll also be Tomei. And that doesn't apply to a woman. Kamashmalan, the Chizish of the Brisa is that we read the Pasuk all together.
older. And when it says, Zakan's also going on a woman, and if a woman has a beard and she has an egg on it, it's judged with the denim of Nagayim on hair and not on skin. And this ends in the discussion of bearded women. Now the Gemara continues with another Loisase that a woman is not Chayavin. Isi Tani, Isi teaches, Af Bal Yekrechu Nashim Peturais. Women are also Potter from the Isra of Bal Yekrechu. What's the Isra Bal Yekrechu? The Pazik tells us when a person's mourning over someone that died, they are not allowed to make a bald spot on their head because of the state of mourning that they're in. And Isi is telling us that women are Potter in that. Now we analyze my time at the Isi. What's Isi's reasoning? That's because Darsh Hachi Dashin's as follows. The Pazik tells us, Banamatam Hashem Lakechem, you are sons to Hashem, your God. Loisus Gadidu, don't make a cut on yourselves. And don't make a bald spot in between your eyes because of a dead person, meaning due to mourning because of someone that died. And why not, says the Pasuk, because you are an Am Kadesh Tashem your God. Now, what do we learn from here? The beginning of the Pasuk told us, and therefore the limud is, this applies only to males and not to females. And this is Lakarcha in regards to making a bald spot on the head. You say this applies to making a bald spot on the head, namely that women do not have this Esser. But maybe it's talking about the first part of the Pasuk, which is making a cut on one's skin because of a mace. Maybe women don't have that iser, and they do have the iser of making a bald spot on their head because of a mace. And the answer why we don't say that is because Kshuaimor, it says in the Pasuk, because you're an Am Kadesh Tashem, your God, that's talking about the iser of Gedida, and that applies to everyone, because everyone, both males and females, are an Am Kadesh. So how do I understand the first part of the Pasuk that says, implying not daughters? That's talking about the iser of making a bald spot on the head that only applies to males and not to females. Ask more, hold on one second. Why does it seem to you to include women in this Isra of Gedida of making a scratch on themselves and to exclude them from the Isra of Karcha, making a bald spot on themselves? Why didn't I say it the other way around? The Gemara answers, no. The reason why women are included in the Isra of Gedida of making a cut on themselves because that Isra applies to everywhere on the body, whether or not there's hair in that place. However, I exclude women from the Isra of making a bald spot on their heads because that Isra applies only to a place where there's hair. Asking where maybe we should understand the Pasuk differently. The Ema, why didn't I say, When the Pasuk says, and we exclude Banas from that, that's telling us both for making the bald spot and the Isra of Gedida making a cut on themselves. And when the Pasuk says, because you're an Am Kadash, Tashem, your God, and therefore you're not allowed to do something, and that obviously includes women, so what's that Isra talking about? That's talking about something totally different. That's talking about making a scratch on oneself. And there is a Pasuk that tells us not to make a scratch. That's in regards to Kaihanim. It says, that Kohanim are not allowed to make a scratch on their skin. So maybe that's what the Pasuk over here is telling us by regular Yisraelim when it says, Ki am for you're an Am Kadesh, and that's obviously including women in some sort of Esser, maybe that just says that they're not allowed to make a scratch on themselves. But Gedida, making a cut on themselves and making a bald spot on their head, perhaps women don't have either of those Yisurim. So where it says, no, Kasar Isi, Isi holds, Sritu Gedida, Lamud Vavam Atap, Achasi, that scratching and making a cut on oneself, that's the same exact thing. Now we're going to stop here for the day, but pick up tomorrow with another explanation explanation of Shitas Isi, of why women don't have this Isra of making a bald spot on their heads for a mace, but for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.